Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and all of Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. And the Blue Raider Insider Report, sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Friday edition in the borough. Awesome day today. Awesome. i tell you what was awesome last week was Eagle High School. They won two championships. <clears throat> One of their coaches, uh, Brandon Bassam, the uh, baseball coach is joining us today. Coach, has uh, it sunk in yet? Eagleville, state champs? I think we're getting there. Uh, you know, I'm just humbled by all the calls and texts and, you know, messages we received over the last few days. So, I think as I told you earlier, you know, we, we had camp scheduled for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday this week. Our our little kids camp, we had 77 strong there. So, um, a little, little rest at this point, but uh, definitely starting to sink in some, yes. And what a great week it was. Well, you you got in your side of the bracket and really kind of dominated that. And, you know, when you, you don't have to overload, uh, you know, your pitching staff. I know nowadays, you know, you've got, <clears throat> you've got to keep up with the number of pitches everybody throws. But I thought one of the key for you guys was just you really showed you had a lot of deep pitching, though. We did, and you know, our, our style's kind of unique. You know, we had some a couple of seniors, you know, that that had pitched for us, you know, a lot over the last few years, and and, and you know, Nathan Brewer and and Tanner Mabry, and both were kind of in in recovery mode a little bit. So, you know, we were trying to save them to kind of until we had to have them. Then, uh, you know, we had two sophomores that had a really good year on the mound, and, and Braden Baker and Josh Jeffcoat. And then, you know, Colton Daniel had a great year. Ben Thompson, a junior, pitched well. Um, Will Friedman had another senior we used mostly in relief. Uh, you know, it was kind of our, our, our lefty reliever came in and did a great job. So, you know, that wasn't our concern. It was more of, you know, like just kind of when to pick your spots and when to throw, you know, when to throw who, I guess. So, uh, like I said, no doubt, you know, we, we were fortunate to stay in that winner's bracket and you know, only have to play three games coming in. And, of course, Colton threw a, a complete game on Friday, uh, I think about 80 pitches. So, really, you know, the day of the championship game, he was the only kid that we had, you know, that couldn't pitch that day was Colton Daniels. So, that, that, that definitely worked in our favor as well. Um. You um, I think you outscored your opponents forty to five. But I know, as you said in the article in the Post, uh, you know you're going to run up against somebody that's going to match you a little bit. And McKenzie was certain that, and I know you you got to tip your hat to them. They what they won three out of the losers bracket to get there, but um, it was still an exciting it was an exciting title game. Uh, oh, for sure. I said really the. The kid they threw the freshman, we didn't really have much of a scouting report on. We don't know if he didn't throw much during the year or just, you know, threw deep in the weekend. But, you know, kind of everybody that we'd kind of gotten a report on had thrown, as you said. And they lost on, what, Friday afternoon, one on Friday night, then one, two on Saturday to get to the final on Sunday. So, 
and we were kind of expecting to see the guy that relieved on Friday, and that's not who it was. And that kid come in, and I thought for three innings did a really good job. And you know, I thought Tanner's home run did a did a lot for us, just you know, kind of get our feet back under us and and maybe switch momentum a little bit to our dugout. And, again, our our kids did what they've done all year long, and that was responded. You know, I've said several times, just may have been like a a thirty and nine kind of team, but you know, whether we won ten to nine or one to nothing or six to five or five to three, you know that. And again, you know how that when that starts occurring, the kids just start believing, and so you know that's how we end up at thirty-seven and two and winning the last twenty-two. Is no matter what the score was or what inning it was, those kids thought they were going to win the game, and fortunately for us, most of the time they did. I know you mentioned last year ended in a disappointment for you guys. You come back this year and just had a sensational year. When did you feel like hey, this this team does have a chance to win win that championship? Um. Most like probably the game I point to is we went to Chattanooga uh, to end spring break uh, that weekend, and so we're on game six of the week. Uh, we're on game four of the weekend, and I'd made I'd made my mind up. You know, we're going to play some of those guys I've talked about that are like ten through fourteen that probably, and no doubt in my mind, would have started on a lot of Class A teams. Uh, you know, but just with our depth, you know, this wasn't everyday guys for us. And and I played them in that game, and we played Sardis, Alabama which I think ended up winning like 21, 23 games in, in, in 5A in Alabama. And they're really, really good. I mean, they're a good team. And so, you know, not that we're trying to throw the game at all, but I'm just trying to, you know, get some guys in, get them reps, and also, you know, get those – few of those starters rested and ready for Monday when we go back to district play. And, you know, it was a wild game. You know, I, I, back and forth, I think we get down 5-1 to one and tied at 5. We get down like 7-5 to five and tied at 7. Winning anything like – eight to seven and literally like you know brewer comes in the seven i think gets a pinch hit home run like weird stuff started happening and that that's the day i knew i like you know there's something special going on here you know if we can if we can find a way to focus and finish and that kind of became our theme the last month you know was focus and finish and that that was the day when i walked off the field at, at chattanooga central that day on that saturday of, of spring break and really knew this chance this team had a chance to be really really special and and it, it turned out to be that way brandon bassham the <clears throat> baseball coach at eagle high school Join us today, the Eagles uh, winning the state championship last week. You know, it was a crazy spring playing last week um, with the weather. You know, I've been doing this a long time, and I think I only remember finishing anything on a Saturday only one time. This one stretched all that way in, into Sunday with you guys playing. How maddening was that? <laughs> uh Confusing, maddening, you know, and, and really I think we maybe, you know, I don't know what we would have done if we hadn't have been so close. I mean, it, this is what I did on Saturday. I go to the first three innings of Peabody and McKenzie, and I leave, and it's like three to one McKenzie. Um, you know, we get to the we get to the cage. We're going to hit for, you know, 30, 40 minutes and kind of see what happens. And so as we start to hit, and McKenzie's got a seven to three lead. So I'm going, okay, we're going to get some swings in today, and then, you know, we'll see you tomorrow on Sunday afternoon. And then, all of a sudden, Peabody scores four in the top of the seven. Of course, at that point, you know, my kids are jumping up and down. They're ready to go. And, of course, then McKenzie scores a run, I think, in the bottom of the seventh to win it eight to seven. So, the only, only thing I told them to do was, like, you have to just compare it to a rainout. You know, we're ready to play, ready to go. Same so, hey, time here, but, you know, wherever we're going to play today, it, it happened to rain, or we just can't play. So, we've got to put it off a day. So, uh, you know, then we had to come back on Sunday morning and, and kind of do to kind of do the same thing. But, you know, you back on it, Monty. Really, I think it works out. You know, if we played on – Saturday at two. That's the same time our girls were playing in the state finals, and of course they ended up winning. And congratulations to them and their coaching staff. And you know we continue with the speedy recovery for Coach Bain, but that also helped our fans get to both games 
on Saturday at two and Sunday at one. So, you know, was it weird? Was it strange? Yes, but I also think in the long run, maybe it worked out for us. You're listening to All Sports Talk. Uh, this portion brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals since founded in 1906. That's First Bank. We'll take a quick break and be right back. You know, everyone has a more. First, it's a pony. Then to be on the cheer squad. Your more grows up just like you do. But your more can still carry you away or make you cheer. At First Bank, banking local gets you more. More of our time, more access to local bankers, more flexibility, and more product choices. Because getting more empowered and confident helps you pursue your more. That never grows old. First Bank. Bank local. Get more. Member FDIC. If you can dream it, Fair Construction can turn it into reality. Shop local. Fair Construction Company. I'm Ron Hall. Investing in property can be nerve-wracking. It does not have to be. Fair Construction offers high-quality craftsmanship, quick response, and attention to detail. Our goal is to keep your expenses low while focusing on our attention on high-quality services. I'm Ron Hall. Shop local. Let our family business help you. Fair Construction Company. Parks Auction. We handle everything. The auction is a means of drawing people together for a quick, easy sale. I've always been a big fan of auctions. You know, you get instant sale, no contingencies and everything. I've known the guys over there my entire life. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi there, do I have a hi now? Call Parks Auction at 896-4600. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even cost less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at wgnsradio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Brandon Bassham, the head baseball coach at um, Eagleville High School joining us today. They are the 2002 2022 state champions i know eagle finished um runner-up before and you know when you think about all the tradition in a lot of different sports out in eagle it's hard to believe nobody won a championship yet and then you go back to back days pretty pretty special time out there oh special indeed you know and like i said just uh, whatever you know I, we joined t loves t loves to play in like 1920 98 years, I think, without a state title, and then to pick, you know, to pick up two, and uh, you know, and basically in 24 hours' time, it's just, you know, it just says so much about our kids, our community, you know, our administration, our staff, just the support, and you know, the kind of kids we have, and just so. I mean, I, you know, I'm just, I'm still beaming today, just how proud I have of our kids and how they handled themselves, and you know, a lot of people think at 37-2, nothing went wrong during the year, and you know how that is. I mean, nothing's ever perfect, you know. Did the season go great? Absolutely, but. You know, we face some adversity, and, and really sometimes the, I look back and it's just amazing how the kids really didn't bat an eye. They just, you know, kept going and find a way to fight through it. And again, just, you know, so much to be proud of from both of our teams. I'll let you talk about your seniors. I'll 
talk about one because I know his dad real well, Nate Brewer, uh, Mudcat. I covered him. <laughs> tell you, showing the age, I covered his dad at Smyrna and MTSU, and I hadn't seen. I mean, I got to admit, I hadn't seen him play. As soon as he got in the dugout, and he's wearing number eight. I mean, his mannerisms, everything. There was no doubt who that guy, that guy was. I mean, he swings the bat the same way, everything. And, of course, wins Mr. Uh, baseball the week of spring playing. So, great way for him to go out. And I think I figured up he was like 9 out of 13 with 8 RBIs. So, uh, he lived up to the Mr. Baseball billing. He did. And I said, what a great senior year. And it's funny. I think the first game Mitchell Joyce saw us play this year, he said basically the same thing you did, you know, because I, I only know Mudcat from the from the coaching profession and, and you know, didn't really see him play, don't remember him playing, but I know he's a great player and, and, and have read and heard all about it, of course. But, uh, yeah, anyway, the uh, – I mean, I think Nate ends up like around 450 with 15 homers and 59 RBIs, you know, kind of limited his pitching a little bit just because you know, when he threw, he was sore. So, again, we kind of picked our spots and – sore hitting but when a guy's hitting with those stats you know and, and he says hey i you know i, I want to be sure i feel good when i swing then you do everything you can to be sure that guy feels good when he when he's swinging the bat so but like you said a well-deserved honor and, and again like you said I, a lot of pride i kind of hate that that award coming out before the state tournament because that that can put some pressure on a kid and yeah i said if you know I, if that's the correct stat that that's a really darn good state tournament that's for sure um talk about some of your other seniors uh, well, we'll just start at the top. You know, our shortstop and our, and our leadoff hitter, Carter, Carter Rockhold, uh, I think, you know, he was over 400 on the year, I think around 430, uh, hit four homers. He just kind of set the tone, um, you know, was, just got on with, with a walk to lead off a game or maybe a leadoff double. Uh, you know, played a great short, you know, all year for us, made some big plays, some key plays. Uh, I go back to, I think, maybe the the um, the sub-state game where I think Bruce and gets the first two guys on, and you're kind of like, ah, this is going to be one of those days, and all of a sudden he gets a ground ball, and, you know, we get a 6-4-3, and, and that kind of just set the tone for that day and we're out of the inning. So, again, a great senior year by him. Our catcher, uh, senior Ryan, Ryan Winters hit second for us. I think he ended up like at 541. Uh, I mean, literally was hot from, from the, you know, to hit that. you got to be hot from the beginning of the year to the end. Did a great job defensively for us. I uh, only took a couple days off one of those that, that day. It's how a new guy I mentioned. So, uh, you know, he was just a tone setter behind the plate and did, did great work defensively for us. Not many teams ran on us at all. If they did, they didn't run, but maybe once or twice until he threw someone out. Um, Three-hitter was Nathan. Four-hitter, Tanner Mabry, uh, which, you know, threw great all year, kind of about about that spring break time. Uh, you know, had a, had a little shoulder injury, had to hit a rest a little bit. Of course, and he comes back in the in the state finals and throws four just dominant innings, which was really about his first appearance in the, in a couple months. Um, I think he had seven homers in the cleanup spot as well, hit over 300. So, uh, Will Friedenreich, again, senior lefty, threw about 20 innings out of the pen for us. Had a couple of starts and did a really good job. And then I guess i got to mention one more. And, uh, you know, whether he's courtesy running or coming out of the pen to throw some relief, in- relief innings or uh, whether he's playing left field that day and let somebody hit for him. Uh, you know, Keaton Bantam also did a great job for us. And I think he scored six runs in the state tournament. So, uh, he kind of sent me a text the other day. He was joking like courtesy run of the year. But, you know, I talked about that. That's where old somebody's got to play, and, and, and that's where he played and, and took it on and did it well. So those six guys, without a doubt, set the tone for us all year and, and were tone setters. And uh, again, just just can't thank them enough, and uh, you know, and say how proud I am of those six for what they accomplished this year. Well, you, you know, and certainly that's kind of the upper echelon of your lineup that you're going to be losing. But uh, you mentioned, I mean, you got some arms coming back. Uh, you feel like you're in good shape uh, moving forward. Well, 
I've said this already. You know, I I don't know how good we'll be. I don't think we'll win 37 games. We probably won't score 400 runs. You know, what you hope is that you know maybe by the by the end of May you're in the same spot you were this time. Um, you know, um, but like I said, y'all again, Colton Daniel coming back through a ton is will be a senior. Ben Thompson coming back, he'll be a senior. Again, I mentioned Jeff Coton Baker, who basically became our Monday and Tuesday guys in district. You know, all year once kind of uh, we decided to do that with, with with Brewer, not throw him as much, and then. You know, Tanner needed some time off. So, uh, you know, there's some guys in there that I think will be – and we got some younger guys, too, that really – I mean, there's freshmen that could have thrown, but really this team just did – we just didn't need them to throw. didn't have to have them to throw. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, I think arm-wise will be fine. Uh, you know, five of the nine hitters in the lineup will be back. You know, there's no doubt, you know, they'll probably have to, to shift to the top of the order. So, that, that'll be a lot different for them with, you know, kind of setting the tone. And, uh, you, know, you know, I think what just made this team so incredible is those first four hitters were so good, and then five through nine, got on base somehow, you know, base hit, a single, a double, would steal a base, and would just get it back to the top. And, again, those those four were just so solid all year long. And that's what that, that's what made us so good. So, will it be a challenge in the year? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but, I, but I do think we might be better than people think next year. Do many of your guys play in summer? I know a lot of guys, kids at Eagle, will play a lot of different sports. Uh, do they move back to another sport? Do they play travel any travel ball or things like that? Oh yeah, we've got several in travel. I said, I mean, you know, <clears throat> I'd say a majority of our guys, you know, that 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 start or play play travel ball. I'm, you know, I, I hate to try to name them and leave some off, but I know a couple guys that don't, like Colton Daniel and uh, Brody McLemore. You know, they were, uh, you know, they're they're right back in the weight room on Tuesday morning for football. Uh, again, I don't know, you know, I, we had a little kids camp this week, and um, you know, as I mentioned, I think on Tuesday, I think like. Five of those six seniors were there at least one day this week that just graduated. Uh, you know, I think I had a dozen a dozen kids total that were right back there, you know, giving back to the community. So, you know, it, it's kind of a place that doesn't rest. You know, I, I had a freshman on the team, uh, Colt, my youngest son. He went to basketball camp Tuesday morning, you know, so we just kind of laughed and talked. And, you know, I said, son, I know you're not ready, but just, you know, just go give it your best effort. You're, you're probably not going to shoot it real well. You know, you were playing baseball two days ago. But that's just kind of who, you know, what Eagleville is. It's that, that, it's that quick turnaround and, and go give it your effort and the best you got. And I know some of those guys will look forward to dead period. And I know I'm not going to touch my guys for at least June. We might come in July a little bit and, you know, have like some hit around or, you know, just some open facilities or something. But I'm definitely going to give them some time off because they've earned it. No doubt about that. Well, Coach, uh, thanks for joining us today. And, again, uh, big-time congratulations to the Eagles this year. Appreciate you being with us. Thank you so much. Appreciate you. Appreciate you letting me come on today. And then thank you for what you do for – Local high school sports. We, we sure appreciate it. That's Brandon Bassham, the baseball coach at Eagleville High School, joining us today. We'll take a break and be right back. It's Commander Chuck, and it's my goal to get you to and from work each weekday around the congestion and all the accidents. Listen for my traffic reports every weekday morning and afternoon here on News Radio WGNS and see real time traffic information at ontimetraffic.net. Good afternoon. The police are busy with just a couple of minor wrecks in the last few minutes. We see that steady flow of traffic continuing down the interstate on 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Lots of radar down the interstate as you continue towards Manchester. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. 
Hello, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Often when a man or woman finish pre-planning their funerals with me, I hear, we should have done this 10 years ago. Or, I thought about doing this years ago, but just never got around to it. Seems that we often put off the inevitable for ourselves. As one wise pastor put it, it's never too late to do what's right. Why not mark down on your calendar to call me to talk about your funeral needs at 615-893-2422. It's never too late. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Womack. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go Blue! All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and for the first time in 52 years, there will be a new voice in Floyd Stadium. Veteran public address announcer Larry Talbert announced his retirement after 52 years behind their microphone. He started in the 1970 season, so it's actually, uh, yeah, 52 years, and uh, that was in the fall after he graduated from Murfreesboro Central High School. So Larry has been the PA announcer for Blue Raider football since his freshman year in college. As a matter of fact, he uh, he was working at WMOT as a student announcer and saw a, an index card from then Sports Information Director Jim Freeman that said they were looking for a PA announcer. He picked up the card, went and met Freeman, and the rest has been history. And you think about all the things that uh, he has seen from his perch high above Floyd Stadium, the great 1AA football years of Coach Boots Donnelly, playoffs, and then uh, moving into to the Sun Belt and Conference USA. Uh, Larry mentioned that some of his best memories included the Blue Raiders' 70-58 to win over Idaho in a thrilling game at Floyd Stadium and also playoff wins over Georgia Southern back in the 1AA days. Well, that means there's going to be a new voice at uh, Floyd Stadium, and that new voice is Chris Freeman. Freeman is... Uh, from White House, Tennessee, actually, and uh, has worked in uh, public, done public address work at the high school level, locally, TSSAA championship events. 
Uh, he currently does the Vanderbilt uh, men's and women's basketball public address uh, and was a finalist uh, for the Titans PA uh, situation about a year ago. But he will step into the role as public address announcer at Floyd Stadium. And uh, he is excited about his role. And we'll try to have him on uh, during this segment here before too very long. All right, speaking of Blue Raider football, Athlon Sports announced its 2022 All-Conference USA team for this upcoming season. Six Blue Raiders occupy eight spots on the listed teams. Jordan Ferguson earned first-team honors. Jalen Lane is there on three different spots. He was uh, first-team punt returner, second-team kick returner, fourth-team wide receiver. Jordan Palmer, offensive lineman, earned third-team recognition. Teldrick Ross voted to the third team on defense. Jonathan Butler uh, earned a spot on the fourth team, and punter Kyle Ulbrich also a fourth team selection. All right, let's talk about Blue Raider track and field. The uh, NCAA Outdoor Championships are already underway. Alaba Akintola uh, was running yesterday. Also, graduate uh, student Yusila Chipkimi is on the uh, on the roster for the Blue Raiders out there. Omamayu or higher, a sophomore is it will be uh, competing in Eugene, Oregon. Uh, Abigail Quartang, who burst on the scene this year, will be there. Also, Esther Issa competing uh, on Saturday at 4:50 p.m. in the championship round of the women's triple jump. This all coming just a week after the celebration of life of uh, longtime 57-year Blue Raider track and field coach. Dean Hayes and his celebration of life uh, last weekend. All right, that's it for Thursday. We'll set you up for the weekend when we return tomorrow. I'm Chip Walters on WGNS. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb and Associates. Do you like country living and still being close to everything? I may have exactly what you're looking for. It's a custom-built home just off 840, three bedrooms, two baths, all the bedrooms on the main floor, two-car attached garage, and a two-car detached garage. It's a great place. you got to see it. Give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. We're going to make an eagle day out of it. We appreciate um, Brandon Bassham joining us today. And now we've got Bridget Sanders, the uh, the Lady Eagles softball coach. They, too, coming off the championship. They did it a day earlier, so I guess they'll say they're the first ones. But, no, <laughs> all joking long. Coach, thanks for joining us. Uh, no problem. Happy to be able to talk, talk today. Uh, so is uh, everything kind of sunk in a little bit now? 
I think so, finally. Um, it was an unreal week, weekend for the whole Eagleville community, for sure. And um, I think the the gravity of what those girls and our boys accomplished, you know, is finally sinking in for them. So. i tell you one thing that stood out to me in that Class A tournament was the pitching. My gosh, sir, y'all <laughs> ran up against some great pitchers that are young like yours are and you know you had the one girl had 20 strikeouts in a game i know you went up against good pitching it was i mean that that was a that was a very talented uh bracket wasn't it it sure was single uh, i've said this for years single a has some of the strongest pitching um that i've witnessed in my years of playing ball and coaching ball and it just it's a pitching duel no matter where you go but um, it happens, you know, that two of the strongest pitchers that I know of um, come straight from our district, and we just get to fight each other each year for sure, um, back and forth. Like we said, I think we played them seven times this year, and I think we ended up playing them seven times last year, um, which is Huntland. Um, and they have a great pitcher as well. And, uh, and yeah, we faced, you know, the Joe Burns pitcher was good. She's very um, – disciplined and could hit her spot the Dresden pitcher was also pretty good and that I think the wind that day definitely hurt us with our um hitting it with some strong winds coming in but yeah she had a different type of uh rise that we just couldn't get a hold of and it was every pitcher we hit face that week was 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 good there was no no bad pitching for sure yeah well that's you know obviously that's the key um when um you look at your your pitcher, you know, she really got hot. She was hot most all the year, obviously, but um, really battled and battled. And there was a lot of tense moments in that tournament. Uh, there, were, there were no – weren't any easy games, were there? No, definitely not. Uh, she she did step it up for sure. Her and uh, Tommy, uh, our other coach, Tommy Bain, they, they made some adjustments there at the end of the season to work on some things that hadn't really been working for her the last couple of weeks. And she definitely she listened. She recept she was receptive. She's just such a coachable kid. She took those those critiques and went with them, and it it worked. <laughs> it worked for sure. So I think that has a lot to do with her um, the momentum that she picked up, but also when she realized it was working, that confidence came along with it, and that's a huge part, as we know, for these high school athletes. So. I was more on the covering on the baseball side, but I, obviously I'm keeping up. It seemed like um, with the with the dominant pitching, there were were runs were at a premium, and you, you guys seemed to take advantage of the other team's mistakes and get a timely hit here or there that proved just to be enough runs scored for you. Yes, and that and that's another. We talked about that with the girls. You know, every team that makes it to the that is is they're going to be a good team, but it comes down to don't don't be the team that causes us to lose. Don't, don't be – games are, you know, lost a lot of times, not won. So we would we preach to them to capitalize on those mistakes that they other teams would make. And, you know, they did. They they got the – we've been talking about that all season is get those – we've got to get those timely hits. We, we've left lots of runners on all season. And um, we, we talked to the girls about – you know, some, we, a strikeout doesn't help us. It doesn't help, you know, if we um, – they know they know they have a job to do, and it finally clicked. I think there um, at the end of the season and postseason that 
we, we can't leave these runners on. Um, we've got to put something in play, whether it's a long fly ball or a ground ball or a bunt. You know, we've got to do something that's going to get these runs across the board. And um, putting the ball in play is obviously the most effective way to do that, to cause another team to make a mistake. And they did that. So that helped us tremendously. You guys were in the same, you know, situation a little bit uh, last year, except you were going to have to win a couple. Were y'all, or did y'all have to win two, or were y'all in the exact same position uh, you were? No, we got put in the losers bracket by Summertown in the game um, earlier in the week. Um, I think that's the that's the that. That third game, we got put in the losers bracket there by Summertown, and where it was a championship of the winners bracket. And uh, after we, that's when we lost to Summertown. Um, and then we got had to come back the next morning, and we played Huntland, and we beat them. And then uh, when then that the then we, the next team had to play. When we won that, we would have had to beat Summertown twice. Well, gotcha. We lost to them that first round, so we yeah. were in the opposite <laughs> position that we were in this year. And that's what we told her. We, we like to sometimes make it hard on ourselves, but we picked a good week not to make it hard on ourselves. This right, week. right. Um, <laughs> when you you got to that point last year, I think you know some people went, "Wow, man they they really came on. They had had a great tournament run, uh, and you know they're playing four or five whatever eighth graders." Uh, did that did that kind of give them confidence coming into this year? Hey, we can compete with anybody out there. I definitely think it gave us that experience factor. I think um, from what I know is Huntland and I were the only – Huntland and Eagleville were the only two teams that were there last year. Um, so, I mean, it's a whole environment when you get to, you know, Starplex and McKnight. There's a lot going on. There's a lot of noise, and there's so many eyes on you. And for them to have kind of already got those that experience out definitely helped. Um, and I think, too, another thing that the girls continually talked about was – they wanted to make sure that people knew that they weren't just a one-hit wonder. It wasn't a, a fluke that we made it that far last year. They wanted to, they wanted to say no, no, we belong here. I get that was their they knew all year we belong here, we belong here. So, and they definitely proved it this year <laughs> that they do. They belong there for sure. I know you. When I talked to you before the season even started, you, you chose not to play in a lot of tournaments. Right, uh, going in, you felt like that might have hurt you some last year. Uh, I guess that kind of played out the way you wanted it to. Well, I mean, when you look at these bigger teams and you look at their number of bats that they're getting, and um, you know, by the time they get to tournament, they've got thirty-five, forty, you know, almost thirty games on the, 40, almost forty games going, and you know, we were at twenty. Um, but we are a small team. We've got sixteen girls, and. Um, you know, we have two pitchers, but, you know, Addie is our leading pitcher. And we, I, I came from a school that we played in tournaments every weekend. And that's what I've done before when we've had more pitching. And it um, will give you, um, it gives you the experience of the at-bat, but it runs down your pitcher um, by putting that much pressure. And then if you get a small injury, it becomes a big injury because you're not having any rest time. So I think that we peaked. <laughs> It's just the right time. We talked about that all season. Is you know there were some teams that played us and beat us, and um, we were hoping that that was their peak, and we just hadn't made ours yet. And it's, as a team, you pick. You can't really. You don't get to pick when you're going to peak. And uh, I think we peaked. Started peaking that second round of um, post play, which was that region final. 
game and we just started going up from there for sure so yeah i mean that was another one against huntland that that was a big game to win because you get to host the sectional game for sure and that was something that you know we know who we know huntland we know who they are um we play them so much that we go back and forth and we know we do um but having a home sub-state game you know where we didn't have to travel and we get to have our crowd there and you know our boys were there that night too it was just that was just an experience too that there we were so fortunate that they we started peaking there because i think that home sub-state game really gets you prepared and um get you the right momentum heading into the next week for sure well you know we talk a lot about eagle will be in a tight community um uh, you guys and, and the baseball team, uh, when you're playing, it's kind of the thing to do, isn't it? It is, and that we you can't you can't picture a better community than Eagle. It truly is um, one of a kind. It's it's small, but it's that so big in the way that they support each other and they care for everything. No matter what the activity is, they're going to show up for you and. Um, I, it's it's a dream to work there um to have a family that to have my kids there one day is going to be great i can't i mean the people that showed up and that was one thing that we were secretly hoping for is that uh mckenzie had to in the boys state championship game the mckenzie had to uh make it through and they couldn't play another game that that saturday and during their state championship and that was that's what pushed the boys to sunday so we were all excited when we got that news because now, you know, the whole community didn't have to make a choice to which game they went to. They got to go to both. So um, that's awesome. it was an awesome feeling to do that and be able to uh, bring that back to such a small community for for them. You, um, you don't have many seniors. You want to talk about the ones you do have that are leaving? I do. I, I want to talk about my senior, Zoe Ellis. She um, she's re- recovered from her knee injury that she had uh, last year. And she's kind of been, um, it, w- it was questionable whether she was going to get to play this season or not. Uh, right before season started, she had to have another uh, scope on her knee because it was still going to problems. Um, and they fixed the small problem that it was. So her being able to come back was, she didn't get to come back, I think, until after spring break. So she definitely, uh, it was a, a blessing to all of us that she got to come back at all and get to play softball again but she stepped up for sure um i mean she had a, a against the huntland game uh friday night she saved <laughs> she grabbed a girl of a home run for sure and made one of the best catches i've ever seen in center field um and saved three runs right there but not all, i mean defensively and then offensively she was through the week postseason she she played her heart out she knew it was her last, she's not playing college ball so she knew it was her Last run at it, no matter what, and she gave it her all for sure. And what was her name? Zoe Ellis. Zoe Ellis. She's going to be missed for sure. Yeah, a great leader. Sure is. Well, with that in mind too, you obviously got a ton coming back. So I guess uh, I don't know. The expectations are higher. I know you had um, expectations uh, last year as well, but uh, uh, you kind of beat you'll, you'll be the hunted now. Yeah, they got that. We'll have that target on our back, even. <laughs> more now they know we belong though we'll have to work harder i think to maintain and prove that but i have full confidence in these girls they've they've stepped up they've had i mean i've had some huge plays from some players that got moved around and uh, we we made some infield shift right at postseason and 
Abby Stokes was one that she played second base for me all all season last year and then all season this year until um, postseason we moved her over to shortstop, um, just making some different movements. And, boy, she stepped it up for sure. Uh, she's like a vacuum over there. No matter where she is, she's got it. So, I mean, and then some other movements. We had Emmeline Witt come back, um, be able to play with us starting district tournament and her first at bat. During district tournament, she uh, got it inside the park home run when she was cleared to play. So that was a definitely a memorable moment. So we've got a lot of young girls. They're both sophomores, um, upcoming juniors. So, But I think that we've got the experience and the confidence to prove again that we'll be where we need to be again next year. So, And uh, how is Coach Bain doing? He's doing well. He was uh, able to come home from the hospital Sunday. Um, I know it's. I know it was personally hard for he put so much work and effort into those girls, and I, we wouldn't be a team contending for the state tournament without him, uh, in my opinion. And uh, he's he can coach these girls, teach these girls, he gives all this time to these girls, and it broke my heart. So I know it broke his heart to not be able to be on the field with them on Saturday for that. I mean, he has two daughters on the team, so he wasn't there with them, but. We were able to go by the hospital after the game, and uh, his girls got to take the trophy to him. And we stayed outside his hotel or his, sorry, his hospital room, and we were able to wave at him. And you know, that just shows how much those girls love him. They they won a state championship and wanted to go see him right away, went straight to the hospital. They said, "Can we go see Coach Tommy? Can we go see Coach Tommy?" And um, but he's doing well. Uh, he's home. He's resting as much as he will rest and yeah uh, i'm sure he's ready to pick back up for sure that's so. awesome that's good that's good news to hear um i know i asked um coach bassham this i know i said i know you got guys you know play different sports uh that's not common at all at uh eagle uh what what are your girls doing in the summer do mo- most of them play travel do some of them play basketball how does that yeah. work um, all of my girls, for the most part, are either a multi-sport athlete or they play travel ball in the summer and then the fall. Um, so there's no they, they work hard, uh, no matter what they're saying. And mental shape, physical shape, and you know they're working on those skills in the off season, and that's something that you know I'm very fortunate to have. You know these girls all play on elite travel teams, or they have you know. Like you said, Eagleville is small enough where we they all have to play multi-sports. I have a lot of volleyball. I have some volleyball players and basketball players that work hard, and um, I appreciate those coaches for working hard with them, for sure. All right, Coach, congratulations again. A great year for Eagleville. 1925, a charter member of TSSAA, I believe, in the first state championship. And as I said, your team was – the first one. <laughs> <laughs> Just by a couple hours, we won't get into the details, but, you know. Yeah. But, hey, no matter what, it's not only is it crazy that we have a team state championship now, but we have two within, yeah. you know, a day of each other. And that's absolutely that's something these kids are never going to forget for sure, but it makes it even more special that they were able to share it with uh, the baseball team as well. That's so. right. Two nice banners for Eagleville to hang up. Again, oh, for Coach. Sure. Uh, for sure. We can't wait. That's right. <laughs> well, again, Coach, we appreciate you joining us. Have a great summer. Thank you. You too. Bye. All right. It's Bridget Sanders, the softball coach at Eagleville High School, joining us today. We'll take a break and be right back.
When severe weather strikes, we break in. Tornado warning for central Rutherford County. Our own meteorologist giving you a complete Rutherford County forecast. So you should be in shelter already. In there is no safer place in the storm. News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon. The police are busy with just a couple of minor wrecks in the last few minutes. We see that steady flow of traffic continuing down the interstate on 24 coming in from Davidson County through Rutherford County. Lots of radar down the interstate as you continue towards Manchester. Gatlinburg Wine Cellar, home of the world famous cotton candy wine. Log on to GatlinburgWineCellar.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Join the team at Murfreesboro's favorite pizza restaurant. Sir Pizza is now hiring at all three locations. Come by and be part of the team at Sir Pizza. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Ken Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back into All Sports Talk. See some other things going on. High school wide, Stewart's Creek, a new boys basketball coach. Matt Bradshaw, he's 45 years old. Spent the last um, 12 seasons at Watertown. He's the school's all-time winningest coach with 233 victories. Take that and what he won at with at Friendship Christian in Lebanon, he's won 379 games. So he will replace Howard Pride, who recently resigned and reportedly to Return home to Alabama to take care of an ailing family member. All right. Well, the NBA playoffs. It's been interesting. Uh, Boston's now up 2-1. They won 1600 last night. Um, you know, they were kind of dominated the first half. And then um, uh, the... Um, Warriors had a great third quarter, even had a seven-point possession at one time with a four-point play and then a turnover or whatever whatever it was. But uh, they just fell asleep in the fourth. Um, And so now Boston's up 2-1. The next game's in Boston. I still think it's kind of got a seven-game look to it, but I don't know. Boston looks younger. Uh, more athletic, uh, and they play tremendous defense. And, you know, really, Golden State needs their big three to have great games. I mean, Curry had 31, but, you know, he may have to score 40. You know, Clay Thompson had a pretty good game. Draymond Green did not have a good game. They got to have all three of those pieces working. Uh, as we mentioned yesterday, um, Walmart heir Rob Walton did uh, purchase the 
Denver Broncos, $4.6 million. And also in the NFL, the Rams have reached an agreement on a three-year, $80 million extension for Cooper Cup, making the All-Pro <clears throat> one of the NFL's top paid receivers. Now, it's interesting about um, the Rams. They never have draft picks. They just get players that are experienced. And, you know, they just signed Aaron Donald to the biggest contract ever other than a quarterback. And now they turn around and spend all this money. And the Titans were such they couldn't even they couldn't even come to a deal with um, A.J. Brown. And I'm not even saying A.J. Brown, I don't know. I don't think he's in Cooper Cup's league right now. He's by far the Titans' best receiver. I think he's a top 10 receiver, top 12 receiver. But he had some drops. He's got, you know, he's got durability issues. So, but, you know, from what we're seeing right now, I mean, are you, as a, a true Titan fan, I'm actually sporting a Titans hat on today. Do you, do you are you really trusting this first-round pick? I don't, I don't know. Uh, it's got, got bad vibes. I mean, you know, can't go through a practice, but, you know, you can't scop it. Asthma. That's a very serious uh, illness that you can have, you know, particularly in the South. But, you know, he played at Arkansas and looked fine. But, you know, I think uh, uh, his conditioning was always a little bit of a concern at Arkansas until maybe his last year or so. But um, the Rams, they just seem to have all this money. I'm, I mean, they got to be they got to have some salary cap uh, geniuses in there. You know, and, you know, I don't understand the inner workings of moving money around and, you know, all that kind of stuff. But uh, anyway, who knows? Okay. Big news today. The PGA Tour is striking back. It has... Um, <clears throat> suspended 17 players including Phil Mickelson and um, Dustin Johnson uh, also Kevin Na, Louis Oosterhuizen, a major winner Sergio a major winner Schwartzel Carl Schwartzel a major winner and Brandon Grace uh, Tiger Woods rejected a large offer to pay play uh, of course, he's not playing until the British Open. Um, and, you know, it was less than an hour this morning after the LIB uh, golf officially teed off its first invitational series that the tour had responded, um, PGA Tour had responded to, uh, handing down the suspension to players previously competing, competed in its league. PGA Commissioner Jay Monahan officially announced that players participating in this or any future <clears throat> LIV golf events will no longer be allowed to play on the PGA Tour. I don't know if he can do that. 
as it was explained on another show that I listened to this morning, they do not work for the PGA Tour. They quote this quote this guy called them independent contractors, and this could become a very big legal mess. Um, quote players who resign will be removed from the FedEx Cup points list and are not permitted to play in PGA Tour events as non-members or via sponsors' exemptions. Um, We have followed the tournament regulations from start to finish, responding to those players who have decided to turn their backs on the PGA Tour by willfully violating a regulation. You know, I don't know. I mean, you got guys go over and play on the European tour some. You got some European players that come over here and play some. Um, Got a lot of them that are full-time members, like Sergio. But uh, the difference in this, this is um, this... A live tour, LIV tour, they have a ton of money. Money is no issue. You got they got more money than oil. So, um, I don't know what's gonna happen. All right, the Atlanta Braves seven straight, at three over five hundred, still finding it hard to gain ground on the Mets, but. They're starting to hit. Michael Harris, the rookie they brought up, has been a breath of fresh air. Great center fielder. Squit whether can he hit enough. I mean, he's hitting about 268 right now early. Uh, but he uh, he is a tremendous defensive player. And on top of the fact, he um, is starting to get some big hits. Uh, not much to walk. He's got a lot of Ks. He's already got like 10 Ks. I think he's only got one walk since he got called up. But anyway, you'll hear the Braves coming up here in a minute. That'll do it for today's show. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. All sports talk on News Radio. WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care. Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.